What's the scoop? I got no scoops. Weren't you in a mood last week? I'm in a fucking mood today. I can uh, feel it. I'm in a you, mood. Usually you're bubbly, like, hey, what's up? You're, I know. You sound like me, like, hey. Like I'm you angry are. Kelly today. <laughs> angry <laughs> Kelly and happy Jim. Why? What do you got cooking over there? I don't know. I just got, I'm like stressed out this week. So I've been staying with my parents since I moved back from Canada. And as much as I love them, I got to get the fuck out of here or I'm going to murder them and burn the house down with me inside of it. (laughs) It's just getting to be too much. So I want to move to the city. And so I've been looking at buying a condo because in my mind, paying $1,500 a month or whatever to rent a place is extremely stupid if I can afford to buy one. Just throwing money away. So earlier this week, I went and saw a few places. I liked one of them so much that I like, without even thinking about it hard enough, put an offer in like immediately. It was like more money than I wanted to spend. And it stressed me out big time. And I ended up withdrawing the offer because I was like, I'm not, I can't, this is too much money. I'm going to fucking be stressed out all the time about money. And I don't like being stressed out about money. And also... I told myself forever ago that like what I wanted to do was live in a small, simple space so that I had money to do stuff without having to worry about it. Like if my friends in Arizona call me and they're like, Hey, we're going to Colorado, come with us. We're going skiing. I could be like, yeah, sure. And not have to be like, Oh, do I have enough money in my bank account? Like, I don't, I I would rather, I'm a pretty simple person and there's only one of me and I don't have a lot of stuff. So I'm cool living in a small space. The place that I put the offering on, it wasn't like a huge place, but it was um, bigger than I anticipated. And it was in Society Hill. So it was like in a super bougie neighborhood and it was really, really nice. And I like just lost my mind a little bit because I liked it so much. And so now I'm like stressed out because I don't, have a place and I don't want to live in Wilmington and I'm like if I don't move to Philly what am I going to do with my-? it's like a whole thing You're and then yourself out. yeah I'm thinking too much like I always do about every single thing in my life and then so I'm thinking too much about the other thing too that we're not talking about today because we're not talking about that today well we could but. talk more about the house stuff because so mm-hmm. like that's that's a pretty um I forget what they say there's like three huge life events like one of them is moving one of them's going through like a breakup divorce mm-hmm. and then there's one more i can't remember what it was like a like sickness or something crazy or i don't know yeah but looking for a house i'm trying to think for me it wasn't stressful for me but i remember wanting to find something quick like i don't like to drag yeah. stuff out like me i know neither. when i i know when i want to do something and i want to do it and i want to do it quick Yeah. When I bought my first house, I was like up against a time deadline. So it was stressful. And I I mean, honestly, I don't know how it can't be stressful, this whole process. Um, But I just, I don't know. And like my parents are being shitty about me moving to Philadelphia. I'm like, you realize that I am like old as fuck. Like I'm a grown up. You have to stop. You have to leave me alone. Um, Yeah, I just don't. I don't know. And so, like, I have a pretty small budget, not because 
I can't afford something more, but because, like I said, it's like a lifestyle choice that I'm making. So that obviously is pretty limiting in a city like Philadelphia. Um, but I found a place in Northern Liberties that I liked quite a bit. It's really small, but it's cheap as fuck. I love and Northern a, Liberties. It's great, right? It's in a nice neighborhood. Parking yeah. isn't bad. You can walk to lots of places. It's not like dangerous or anything. So I'm thinking about that one, but for some reason, like everyone in my life is being shitty about this decision. Like my uncle, who is like the person I trust more than anyone in the whole world, is like, you should rent for a year. I'm like, why? Like, maybe to see if you like it. I understand that, but like, I don't know about you, but I spend a lot of time in Philadelphia. Like, I'm not unfamiliar yeah. with it. Obviously, living someplace is different, but it's not like I've only been to Philadelphia on vacation and I don't understand what it's like to be there. Like, yeah. I have friends in the city. I understand what it's like to be there all the time. I get what the parking is like. I get what the people is like. I get what the drive to and from Wilmington is going to be like. It's not an unknown thing to me. So I'm just getting like annoyed that people are like thinking that I'm making some kind of bad decision that bothers me, obviously. It's um, not like something permanent either. Like you can always yeah. undo it. Like you could sell the place, whatever. Or like rent it out. Like yeah, you rent, rent a place in Philadelphia so easy. The person that lives in this place that I'm looking at now is a renter. Like I could rent it if I don't want to live there anymore. It's not a huge deal. You could rent it to me. I would love yeah. to live in Philly. I love I love the city. Yeah, but like I'm not the idea of throwing away like I don't know twenty thousand dollars on renting a place for a year seems really fucking stupid to me. I agree. So yeah, I don't want to do it. I was never into that. Like, you can't find a place to rent in Philly in a good neighborhood that you're going to like for less than, like, 1500 a month. And the mortgage on this place I'm looking at would be significantly less than $1,500 a month. So why would I not Get out of here, really? buy it? Yeah. It's, it's so cheap, Jim. But it's small. I'm going to go buy it. Hey, look, I love Northern Liberties. I love that area. You said Society Hill, though. This is the place you're looking at? No, that's Society Hill is the one that I put oh, it on the for one and got then spazzed it. out about and then yeah, got Northern out Liberties it. is the shit. I, it's there's really uh, nice. One of my favorite spots is in North, Northern Liberties. Um, I always forget the name. Oh, have you ever been to Standard Tap? Yeah. I fucking love that place. Nice, right? The food is always so good and it's always like the weirdest menu. They have a and really good burger. They do. Like, yeah. and they have like bison burger. They have like weird stuff there. Um. And when I used to drink beer, they had so many good beers. It was just mm -hmm. a, like a cool little spot. There's tons of places like that in the neighborhood. Is it's there? A good neighborhood, yeah. And then you got that bowling alley over there. Everybody's always outside playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it's like spot. you could walk to Fishtown if you wanted to, and Fishtown's full of like super good restaurants. Oh my God, I know everything's right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should definitely do that. I mean, so okay, say you take everyone's advice and. I don't know what they're telling you, but maybe they're right, right? Like maybe, mm -hmm. uh, uh, maybe Philly's not the greatest thing. Blah blah. blah. A couple of years down the road, though, you're like, man, I really wish I would have done that. Even if you're there for like a year, two years, three years, it's like, well, at least I did it, and I found out for myself. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I just don't. I can't imagine a, a scenario in which I wouldn't like it. Like I, I moved to Halifax after visiting there two times for a total <laughs> of maybe a total of I'm going to say 20 days which might be a high estimate 
on vacation. I did not regret that one bit. Like I, it's not like Philadelphia is like a strange place to me. Like I, I know it. So I, I don't understand why people think I'm going to have some kind of like massive regret yeah, you about living there. Yeah, I'm probably going to. And I to. can come hang out. Because my only friend that lived in the city just moved back to Jersey. Ah. So now, now I need somebody with a place in Philly that I can meet up with, go hang out, go out. So yeah, that's, 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 yeah, that's why I think you should do it. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad it'll work out for you if I do it. It's important. <laughs> I'm trying to get my friend to move next door over here so I can use his pool. Yeah, that's important for you. You got to focus on that. Yeah, you can move, buy the house with the pool. I need you to move to Philly, and I need him to move <laughs> next door. This is why I'm set. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, and then I today I was supposed to um go see this place again, this Northern Liberties place, because I was not going to make the mistake of buying a place only looking at it once. Um, and then like I'm like two thirds of the way up 95 and my realtor calls me and is like, they had to cancel the showing cause the tenant doesn't feel good and doesn't want to leave. And I was like, okay, cool. Great. That Drove all the way to fuck up there for nothing. Yeah. It was annoying, but yeah, I'm just like generally grumpy this week. I don't know what my deal is. It's pretty annoying. Yeah. It's kind of how I felt last week. It's one of those things. Like I said before, I, I told you, you got to sit in it sometimes and let it pass. So I always try to fix it. I'm always so mm-hmm. one thing I kind of learned when I went through whatever, like learning uh when I was like uh, I, I was gonna say like depressed, but I always feel weird saying that when I was going through like uh, like apathetic kind of periods, you know, or mm-hmm. like sad periods. I started reading and learning a lot about the body and chemicals and everything. And one day I just had this epiphany. I'm like, holy shit, everything's chemicals. Yeah. So like. I felt cool when I figured that out. I'm like, I can change my chemicals. If I feel unhappy or sad, I don't know if it's healthy or not, but it stops you from feeling like that. So it's like, I'll just go do things that will change my chemicals. I'll go for a run. I'll go work out or I'll eat something healthy, anything to change my chemicals because I didn't like sitting and feeling like that. But I think you're right. Sometimes you just got to let it float through, let it pass through. Because I've read that a bunch, too, and I'm always kind of yeah. like, why do I want to sit through that? Why do I want that? I mean, I did all the things today. Like, I did. I went out for a run. I left the house to do things. Like, yeah, Didn't I want to talk. Them. No, I want to talk about this a little bit because this is without getting into specifics, because we're not talking about it this week. But we you, can a little well, bit. A little bit. I'm not. Well, I'm going to just talk and we'll see where it leads. Okay. So. You always tell me, and everyone always tells me, and I know that this is the correct thing, that when you're thinking too much about something, you got to just go do stuff. Mm-hmm. Get your mind off it, right? That makes perfect sense. So the problem is, like, I can't ever seem to find enough things to do <laughs> to not have the time for me to sit around thinking about things. And then, like, I get pissed off about thinking about it because I don't want to be thinking about it, but my brain is doing it anyway. And it's just like super frustrating because like I'm trying not to be a crazy person. I'm doing a thing where I'm trying to be myself, but also not be a crazy person because I'm hoping that like my true nature is not crazy person. Um, But 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Do you ever do you ever feel like even though like nothing, like no event actually happens and no words are actually said that would suggest you coming to a particular conclusion. Yeah, but you, get you a just a vibe, right? Like just like like fucking something in the air, like something in the universe, like particles or something coming at you where you're just like, hmm. Something changed here. Something changed here. Like something this is not not what I expected it to be. Yeah. And I'm feeling that a little bit the last couple of days for no particular reason. In, um, but in well, regards actually, to in regards to anything specific or just in general? Uh, no. In regards to the the dating. God, yeah. It's just like, you know, if somebody wants to hang out with you, they hang out with you, right? Like, they do it. So. Yeah. They find a time that they want to do it, that they're free. They make a plan. And it happens. And I'm just, like, tired of wondering if people want to hang out with me. All I right, just want to so, know if they do or if they don't. I got you. So here's my solution to that. Because a couple months ago, I dated a girl that was extremely busy. She, mm-hmm. I forget what she did. She worked, uh, she did something for hotels. Okay. And she was in charge of like bringing in the sports teams. Like this, like the um, away teams for the Sixers, away teams for the Flyers, okay. things like that. Um, so she would work, I don't know, till whenever, five, six in the evening and it seemed like every other night she had some kind of a an event like mm-hmm. i don't know what it was she was going to philly's games uh meeting up with uh so and so from i don't know the toronto raptors what have you and it was like holy fuck man i'm never going to be able to hang out with this girl so it got to the point where i wasn't sure if she even wanted to hang out with me and i'm like instead of wondering instead of sitting around wondering you know when i'm going to see her again mm-hmm. why don't i myself get busy and just do things and if we're supposed to hang out again we will you know what i mean now at that time it's so much easier said than done especially when i think you're starting to like somebody Mm because you're like you know you're starting to have feelings and you want to see them so you want to know if you're going to hang out again and if you're like me and i think we are a lot alike you can't help but ask you know whereas for some people being too available yeah it might be like a turnoff because yeah. i think that's what happened with this girl for at least f- from my own perspective was maybe i made myself i looked too not busy you know mm. and maybe for someone who's busy that's like well this isn't going to work because he's sitting around waiting for me and i got a lot of shit to do you know what i'm saying yeah so i guess if i'm going to be giving any advice here it's to just do kelly you know, plan, and this is what I tried to do too, was plan my week out or every, I did like a, I, I don't want to call it a journal, but I, I did like a log. So mm-hmm. let me see if I still have it in here. Cause I started to do it like two weeks ago on a Monday. Let's say, uh, I went out, cut my lawn. That took up some time. Uh, I did a podcast. I went out to eat. I went to name the restaurant who I went with this way. I can look back and, and be like, damn, your week wasn't really a waste, Jim. Like you accomplished some stuff, you know, yeah. like you kept, you kept busy because we get in our minds and we're like, man, I'm such a waste or like I'm wasting away over here. I'm not doing anything. And then for Tuesday, I did the same thing. Um, I went to work. 
I, I forced myself. I didn't force myself, but I wanted to go over my parents and jump in the pool, so I did it. Uh, I went out to eat again, you know, with with somebody somebody new. You know, I met up with a friend. Just mm-hmm. do things that that you know keep yourself busy. And like I said, it's easier said than done. But when you're supposed to hang out with somebody, you you will, you know. I might be like a really boring person because like I'm. <laughs> you're I not don't, though. Like I don't. I don't even know. Like I. I used to, so before everything was fucked, I probably could fill up a day with stuff. Like, you would go to work all day. Like, I worked in an office, so I would go to work, and now I'm working at home. So, as much as I like working at home, there are no distractions here. So, it's a bit easier to, like, get into my head during a work day than it would have been otherwise when, like, people are coming around and talking to you, or you can, like, take a walk, whatever. Yeah. I still work out every day, but like before it would be like going to bar class or going to spin class or so now I'm just like I go to a state park and I run, but it's only like an hour Yeah, (laughs) and then it's like, you know, how much can you work out in a day? And then there's no one to talk to when you work out by yourself. I like to talk to people at the gym. Yeah, that's the other thing. There's no like social aspect to it anymore. And there used to be. And so then, like, none of my friends seem to want to do things right now. Like, they're all still very much in the quarantine mindset. Like, they don't really want to go and do stuff, which is fine. Um, But, like, I would go have a beer with somebody. Like, I would hang out with my friends if they wanted to. They just don't want to. And then also, like, generally, all of my friends are married people. And when people get married, they sometimes get a bit boring. So (laughs) you don't always want to do stuff. But it's like I I don't want to sit around and do nothing but stew in my own thoughts. But sometimes it is difficult to find ways to fill up your your whole day with activities that don't let your mind wander because. No, it's true. Like, there's nothing to do. No, because yeah, especially when you're dead. when you're stuck home, yeah. Yeah. Like uh, I'm not I'm not stuck at home like I don't know if it's responsible or irresponsible. I don't really care. Like I I go out of the house. Like I go out of the house for runs. I go to the supermarket. Like I'll run an errand if I want to, but like I don't like like shopping. So I'm not going to like go to the mall and look at clothes or some shit. Like that's not fun for me. I don't want to do that. So it's just like, you know, the available options. Maybe I need more friends. Uh, hello. Like, I'll go, to the, I'll go to the beach whenever you want. I love the beach. I was going to go to the beach one day this week, but then I got wrapped up in all this house shopping stuff and then also learned this morning that they're, like, locking things down at the Delaware beaches again because they keep having people test positive. So that kind of sucks. But, Interesting. yeah. Yeah, it was... I went down to the beach on Saturday. Nice. It was like another world down there. You go to the Jersey Shore, right? Yeah. It was different. But it was still (laughs) fun. (laughs) It was fun. That's all I'm going to say. It was just different. Um, Yeah. So the moral of the story here is that the biggest... I have found and determined this to be true. The thing that gets me into trouble is liking someone. 
I have to stop liking people. As soon as I decide that I like someone, I get all fucked up. Well, here's the thing, because I think we touched on it a little bit in the last episode. Because uh, I, I think we both know that I think you um like somebody quick. So Yeah, I do. Too quick, probably. I mean, but it's not like I'm not like in love with them and like planning a wedding. Like I just fucking like them and want to get to know them more and would like spend time. Like it's it doesn't feel crazy to me. Maybe it is too much, but it's not like, think. yeah, it's just like interest. Yeah. It's and not like it's... hardcore feelings. Like I'm not going to get my heart broken if I never hear from this person again, but it's interest. And I would be bummed out if I didn't continue to get to know this person. Yeah. Which is normal. It seems like it should be normal. It seems like, like what is the point of all this? If you're not going to have like interest See, I think maybe this is where my strategy comes into play a little bit. Yeah. So, like, your eggs aren't all in one basket, you know? Yeah, I I tried it. Because, like, if you're talking to one person and things don't work out after a couple uh, dates, it's like, okay, now i got to start over here, find somebody else. Whereas if you go with my technique... It's like, well, I got a couple options here. Things are weird with this girl, and I kind of like how things are going with this one, and this girl's kind of cool, you know? Yeah. So I had stopped swiping because I decided that I was interested in someone, and then I got, like, it's, oh, God, it's so exhausting. I'm, I think I'm getting, I'm getting to the point where I think I need to take a break from the whole process. Why? Because it's like monotonous, like the same. Hey, how are you? Not, not, but there's like nobody. And then if you do match with somebody, they don't talk. Or if I say something, they don't talk back. And it's like, (laughs) this is fucking exhausting. Like, why are we doing this? I hate every second of it. I don't want to do it at all, but it's the only way. So, I mean, this this is what happens to me. I, do I try to do stuff while. to stand out. And do then, stuff. I don't know. Just be yourself. I, I think I, you're funny already. I wrote a funny profile. Like, I thought that was good enough. Did, you put, like, did you put anything about hockey in your profile? Yeah. Okay. Is that good or bad? Oh, that's good. I don't know. It's just like, I get matches, but I they don't talk. Like, none of them talk. So, like, how how do you... I don't know. I always ask myself questions so like i was just going to think out loud like if i run into that problem okay i match first of all girls it's very like kind of it's not rare but more often than not i got a message first which is fine yeah and if i'm going to message first i'm going to message something that's going to spark fun playful conversation you know Mm -hmm. um because number one i don't really care how their day was yet so I'm not, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I want to have a fun conversation. Like I'm bored that this is why I'm on the app. Like let's, let's laugh. Um, so I'm going to try to think from your perspective here, because if I'm you, I'm, I would rather the guy text first, but if, if no one's texting, I don't know, reach out with something funny, stand out, something that's going to, I know. did try because I was like, this is fucking stupid. There's like 44 dudes that I've matched with that have not spoken to me. And I so I was just going through and finding the ones that I that you like. That I liked and I was like, "All right, let me send a message." Like I think maybe two of them responded to me and 
like that it was just not good conversation. Like I've said this before, like I can have a conversation with anybody as long as it gets going. And sometimes there are people that it feels like you're like pulling the words out of them. I know. It's so frustrating. Like painful. And I'm like, I can't have a conversation like this. Like the guys that I've ended up liking off of these stupid apps, the first conversation is always just like easy and enjoyable, usually funny and like not at all a difficult proposition. And it's like, all right, cool. Like I can talk to this person. This is good. But a lot of these dudes are just like boring, boring. So I'm going back here. I haven't really, I still have one app. Answers and like, like not like conversations are two ways. Like it's not, it can't just be like me asking you something and you giving me an answer and then me asking you another thing and you giving me an answer. Like it's gotta, you gotta fucking talk. (laughs) It's not, it's not that hard. Um, Maybe you intimidate guys. That's fucking impossible. (laughs) It's fucking impossible. They don't know me. Number one, I'm not hot. I'm not, I hate when you say stuff like that. I know, but it's true. If I can be honest with you, I hate that you say that. I know, but if you're going to be intimidated by a woman that you don't know anything about, it's going to be completely superficial. There's nothing intimidating about the way that I look. Whoever said it had to be about the way that you look? But what else if they don't know me? What kind of, okay, so what's how about this? Let's mm-hmm. let's go into your app a little bit here. What's your age range that you're looking for? Okay, let's go. Let's pull it up here. Somebody liked my mustache picture on one of these apps, by the way. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> you should reach out to that girl. <laughs> no, I'm 34 done. to 47. 34 to 47. Mm-hmm. So ostensibly grown-ups, but not really. <laughs> yeah, you would think. Yeah, not really. Maybe a lot of divorce. I don't know. Is a man a divorcee? What's a what's a man? Yeah, I like? mean, there's. It's probably tons of divorced dudes, which divorced dudes is like whatever. You're divorced. Oh, you just start shit. saying weird shit on there. Because when I get bored, I just say weird shit. Like what? Like, like what? Uh, like there was like an entire week where I would just tell someone I like their face, or. Hold on, I'm gonna get weird right now. Let's pick one and send a weird message. Like, just have fun. Like, make it fun for yourself. Like, fuck everybody. It sounds... That's actually not mean to say, but... No, it's not. Who cares? All right, we're going to tell Dan. Hey. face, Dan. I like your face. Yeah, nice face. Scent. Yeah, or like, if somebody's got a really good picture, like, I'll comment on the picture. Wow, great picture. Like, whatever. And if I come across like a creep, like, that's how they perceive me, as a creep. That's fine. I don't know you. This is hilarious. The message isn't going through. I'm just it's, not, it's, not, it's not meant to be. The universe says no. I wonder if it's just that. Let's try another one. Let's try Carl with a K. Maybe it's trying to tell you just it's move weird. to Philly because you, you're bound to meet more people in, in the city. No, maybe. maybe <laughs> I like that you instantly say no. Maybe Tinder is down or something. I need you to understand the reality of my life. I don't like meet dudes outside. Okay. I've so, never been hit on in my entire life. It just doesn't happen. Why are you moving to the to the city then? Because I feel like if I was to move to the city, it's because there's more action going on. There's more. There's always people outside. If I can walk to a bar, there's a lot of places I can yeah. go. That yeah, would be I my would, number one reason would be well, to pro- potentially meet somebody. It 
it's one of the reasons in my mind I would like that to happen. I just don't expect that it will because it simply doesn't happen to me. Just just erase that. Just be like, well, it could happen. Sure, I feel like once you start placing doubt in your mind, you're already setting yourself up for it not to happen. It's I get what you're saying, thing. but like just erase that from your mind. Just be open. I if I go I... if I go out tonight, maybe something maybe something will happen. And if it doesn't, it wasn't supposed to happen tonight. Because I feel like once you start once you say, especially when you say it out loud, that I don't meet people. I don't know. It doesn't make me feel good to say that. So something I, I kind of change it about myself mm-hmm. and I got annoying because I kind of correct other people. Like I used to be a mean talker to myself. Like I used to tell myself bad things about myself, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And I thought it was only going to make me like stronger or like better for it. You know, we like to put, put ourselves down and I forget if I read it in a book or, or not. But one day I was just like, whatever we tell ourselves, we believe like, mm-hmm. I would never tell somebody else that, hey, I hate you. You're, I know you tried your best, but you're a piece of shit, right? I would never tell somebody that. Right. Yeah. But I, but I would find myself saying that to myself daily. You know, like, mm-hmm. I know that I did as best as I could, but I still suck. So, I would never tell somebody else that. I would mm-hmm. say, yo, dude, you, you did a great job. You did as best as you as best you could, and, you know. I think for, for mean self-talkers, our best is never good enough. Yeah. So what I changed is I, I don't ever say anything negative about myself. I, I don't ever negative self-talk. Not because I believe that I can't get better at things, but because it, it doesn't do anything. And once you start telling yourself something bad about yourself, you believe it. You mm-hmm. soak, like, even if, if I was to just say, man, I'm really not good at podcasting. I, I, I don't know about you, but like I feel it soak into my body. It sounds weird to say. No, I know what you mean. But like I believe it and it's not true. Whereas if I say I'm pretty good at this, I can feel the good chemicals in my body like light yeah. up. No, I know. So I'm not going to be that guy that's going to, you know, get on it, get on you for saying mean things about yourself. But I'm going to start not allowing it to happen. <laughs> Because I mean, I know it's bad. I've been to therapy. Well, I don't want to be the guy that's out there correcting everybody, but even in, I'll I'll use my own family as an example because, like, my mom, I love my mom, but Mm -hmm. she's a negative soft talker. And whenever I catch her talking negative about herself, and it's because she likes to be right, which is like the ego likes to be right. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, can you just stop? Like, be nice to yourself. If you're going to be nice to other people, like put yourself first. So uh, I think that's really, really important is to be nice to yourself. So I guess how this ties in with what we're talking about, I don't know, give yourself a shot, Kelly. Like, you know what I mean? Like, don't, don't already shit on expectations for something when it could be the complete opposite. You know what I mean? Like you could move to Philly and you're going to, go out, you're going to go to bars, you're going to do fun things. And I don't know, you'll, it just happens, you know, no expectations. Me too. The flyers are going to start up soon. I hope. Maybe baseball. Oh, I got to get something off my chest real quick Uh uh, since we're talking baseball. I'm ready. 
my topics kind of suck this week, but sorry. I don't believe you. That was <laughs> negative self-talk. You're not allowed to do it. <laughs> so I'm in a fantasy baseball league, and mm-hmm. the season is cut short, and players are starting to drop out of the league this year and whatnot. And it's a dynasty league. These guys still want to do the league. It's a hundred. There's 16 guys, 100 bucks a, a team, and well, maybe it has a little bit to do with both my best pitchers had Tommy John surgery this year, so I'm already down my two best pitchers. Uh-oh. I don't, I don't want to do the league. I think it's going to be a bullshit league. Mm-hmm. I know my team's not going to win, so I'm like, I'm basically donating 100 bucks. But it looks like we're going to go ahead with the league, and I'm pissed off about it. That's all. I just had to get that off my chest. That's so okay. Nick. Nick, if you're listening, I don't want to do the league. Yeah, what the fuck, Nick? <laughs> so that's all about that. I don't really have too much to get off my chest this week. Things have been... You're having oh, a good week, huh? I'm I'm doing all right, yeah. I'm trying to that's stay good. busy. Uh, like I said, I went to the beach Saturday, and that always feels good. Um, I do want to say that somebody reached out that I was talking about on the last episode... Mm-hmm. The girl that I was supposed to go meet up with on a Tuesday. I had forgotten to mention that after talking and discussing with her my feelings on that date, I asked her if she still wanted to go. So my mind was changed. I felt better, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. She made a point to call me out. And I said, oh, I forgot about that. So it wasn't like I just blew her off after that. So we're cool. That's good. Yeah, that's pretty much. Um, that's what you got the, going. I know, not as interesting, right? It's Look more at this interesting when guy like, with everything going well life. for him. <laughs> no, no. This, this podcast isn't going to work if you're happy. I'm sorry I'm to a, tell you. I'm a already <laughs> like, oh, I'm out. Yeah, Jim's life's good. Peace. It's now the Kelly complains about everything hour with Jim interjecting good advice. Oh, that's the new name of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I did have something. And uh, I don't know. You could tell me if it's too dark or not here. Let me bring it back up because I saved it. Didn't uh, you want to complain about one of your podcast buds? Oh, Kyle. Kyle said something. Yeah. So he said, so we're doing a couple shows. We obviously on HW have this one and we have uh, the regular HW show. And I just started a new one with Ted about movies and uh, music. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned something. We have a group chat, and I mentioned something in the group chat. And I don't know about you, but, like, words are a big, big deal to me. Like, you can choose whatever word you want to make something, you know, to get your point across. When when you use certain words, it's like, what the fuck's your problem? So, Kyle, he says something like, um, oh, how many more shows are you going to do flooding the, flooding the uh, feed or whatever? And I'm like... Flooding. That's an interesting choice of word. They're like, what do you mean hmm. by flooding? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. because when new shows come out, old shows pick up plays too. Of course. So I'm like, well, there's not really that much hockey to talk about. So I'm doing one. We're doing this one where we're talking about whatever, and people like it. You know, you're getting people that that are messaging you, telling telling you how much they enjoy the show. That's nice. And then the movie one, which, you know, I've got a couple plays. It's, you know, we'll see what it does. It's more something for me to do to waste time, you know? Yeah. Um, but I was like, what What does that mean, flooding? Like, you could have used any word you wanted, you, you wanted to use, but you used one that kind of pissed me off. Yeah, it has a negative connotation. I could see that. Right? So, 
you know, I did nothing came of it because I'm like, okay, like Jim, count to three, then respond. Hmm. Don't say anything because I love Kyle and Kyle, if you're listening, I do love you, but I know you like confrontation. Not not that he likes confrontation, but he's the ultimate like rebel. You know, he always mm. has to push back a little bit. Uh, it's very rare that I'll come up with an idea and Kyle's like, "Well, that's a great idea." It's always like, "Why are we going to do that?" You know what I mean? <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck you "That mean, was why? a really good impression." Of <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Though it's like, mm-hmm. "Why is it always got to be a push? Why why can't it just be like, all right, let's give it a shot?" Yeah. And if it fails, Some it fails. Just like that. Which is wild because he just got married. Could you imagine being married to somebody like that? <laughs> uh, don't get me Always wrong. fighting with you. <laughs> don't get me wrong because I, I do. I love Kyle. I think he's a great guy. But I, I just had to get that off my chest real quick. Um, I like him too. At one point we were like text buddies and I don't even remember how it happened. Yeah, he's a funny dude. Yeah, he's really funny. He just came out with the new uh, Enforcer's Corner episode. He had Jason Strudwick on there. So. Give that a listen. He does a pretty decent job over there. It's a good idea um, for the show. I like it. Yeah. You had uh, Josh Gratton on a couple weeks ago. That was a fucking I know. Fun. I tried to get him to ask him about something that happened, and he refused to do it. I was very upset. Josh Gratton or Kyle? Josh Gratton. So in 2005, when the Phantoms won the Calder Cup, my friends and I went to the bar in South Philly that they used to go to after games and we ended up drinking out of the calder cup because josh gratton was behind the bar in his underwear oh my god i think he talked about that story on there pouring beer into the calder (laughs) cup and letting people drink out of it and i wanted kyle to ask about it and he was like i'm not gonna ask about that he's not gonna remember he was wasted i'm like well maybe he will (laughs) talked about it on the show i'm almost 100 percent positive i didn't listen to it i'll have to listen I'm I'm a hundred percent positive. It's pretty funny. If you guys are listening, go check that out and, and let us know. Uh, yeah. He had somebody else on there too that was pretty good. Mike Scroy when all that Carcillo stuff came out. Oh. We were shitting all over Carcillo, which oh, I, I couldn't really believe. Yeah. What do you I think? don't like that. We could talk a little bit about hockey if you want. What do you think yeah. about Danny Carcillo? Do you I think, think he's genuine or what? Yeah, I do. I think that he regrets playing the game the way that he did. But I also think that he was one of those people who was told very early on that if you want to be in the NHL, this is the kind of player you're going to be. And I I don't know why someone would like go so hard the way that he has if it wasn't genuine. It seems very genuine to me. Like, is he getting attention? Yeah, but like... I mean, he's a former NHL hockey player. He could probably get attention in a million ways, but he's doing it in a way that is meant to change things for the yeah. better. And, like, this lawsuit thing that he's doing is, like, I don't know if you read any of it, but it is pretty fucked up. It's with the CHL, right? Yeah. And if that stuff really happened, like, good on him for finally trying to do something about it like that's the problem is that no one ever talks about it because it's like this is just the way that it is that happened to me so it's going to happen to you too and it's only like the only way that it's going to change is from the inside so if somebody who used to be a part of it is saying hey this isn't cool we shouldn't do this and maybe it'll get a little bit better but i don't i don't know why people 
are so pissed at him. Like, I get that he was an asshole when he played. Like, I think he gets that he was an asshole when he played. But I think he's trying to make up for it now, and people should let him try, I think. Because he seems like a good dude. Yeah. I don't, I what was, do you think? I feel I like you think something different. No, I, I think I have mixed opinions. Sorry. Um, I like Danny Carcillo as a player. I loved uh-huh. him when he was here. Yeah, I like that kind of guy. Yeah. Where he's like the agitator, but he'll also, yeah, like, he'll fight. He used to fight. Mm-hmm. Could lay a big hit. You know, he, he played with an edge. But he also had, he, he had a little bit of skill. Like, he played, didn't he play with Richards and somebody else at one point? And, uh, yeah, was it, I mean, it, I you who. can't make it to the NHL and be actually bad. Like, yeah, he got he's, some he's skill seen, in there. Scored um, that overtime game winner that I will never forget. That's right, he did. Yeah. Were you there? Yeah, I was. That's so cool. It was awesome. Danny Carcillo, I'm, I'm not sure, man. Something, everything looks good, right? He's doing all the good things, and I'm for that. I think what what he's bringing up in the CHL should not happen, and I guess you're right because if, especially if there's adults that are seeing it, like coaches and whatnot, and they're they're like laughing and oh they're doing that again, like yeah, that's what they, like, that's what they grew up in, so they're right. used to it. And it shouldn't be that way. That's weird. But then I'll hear arguments like Scroy, and there was somebody else that was kind of tearing him apart. I can't exactly remember who it was. But I'm like, you know what? These guys also have a point. So it's like... All of, the, all of the arguments that I've heard against him have been like, yeah, but when he was... Yeah. When he was playing, he did this, or he did that too, or like... And the thing is, he admits all of those things. Like, yeah, I was fucked up, too. I did all the fucked up stuff, too. I don't know. I shouldn't have done that. And I don't want anybody to do it anymore. Seems to be where it's coming from. Because all of the negative stuff seems to be like, yeah, but you did it. And it's like, I don't think he's trying to deny that he was a piece of shit there for a little while. Yeah, I agree with that, I think. And it's. I think that's why it's really hard for him. And it's why it's really easy for people to say that he's not genuine with what he's doing. Yeah. Like, the argument that I see a lot is, oh, he just wants to stay in the spotlight. His career's done. I'm like, what? Danny Carcillo? When was the spotlight ever on Danny Carcillo? Well, that's the thing. He was, like, a, a fourth-line role player. He's never yeah. a superstar. He's, I mean, he won a Stanley Cup, so I think he's probably fine. Mm-hmm. If he so really I, wanted, like, a, a spotlight, he could probably, like, try to get into broadcasting or, like, do something like that. Like, guys Could you do. imagine him as a broadcaster? No. I think probably... he might be good, like a Rona-type guy or something. He might be, like, a better version of Jeremy Roenick. <laughs> you don't like Roenick? He's nah. pretty nuts. He's a little... I don't know. He shit on the Flyers when the Blackhawks won the Cup, so he's dead to me. Didn't he cry? Yeah. <laughs> Not that I have anything against men crying, but that was pretty bad. I mean, you play for the Flyers too, bro. Yeah. Get about it. I don't know. Let's switch gears a little bit. What else do we have? That's it? Yeah, this is anything but hockey, James. Uh, well, yeah, I guess it, that is hockey. God forbid. I don't know. Yeah, there's. I, I'm trying not to talk about it. Why? Because a, he found this show, and I don't know if he's going to continue to listen to it. And I let don't want to like put him on blast. All right. So let me ask you. Yeah. Did he did he listen to the show? He he listened to like two or three shows ago. There's a lot of Captain content on that. Did he show. listen to the one, like the last one? I don't know. He hasn't said anything about it. 
are you guys talking? Like very sporadically. Not so, like last okay. week? So last week, we hung out twice in a row. And then he found my Twitter. And we had like a really long conversation that I thought was very positive. Because he was like, you can be yourself around me. Like, I hope that you... And then, like, afterwards, he was like, "I do you feel, like, a little bit better now that I know all this stuff about you? And I was like, yeah, I kind of do. And he was like, good. Like, it was a very positive conversation. At least it seemed that way. And then he was going to... Um, his family has a house in the Pocono somewhere. He was going to, like, with his family for the weekend to this mountain house. So I didn't expect to hear from him um, for the entire weekend. But he texted me Saturday to make, like, a joke about the NHL draft. Um... And then, like, it's been, like, super sporadic. Like, he texted me one day and was like, remind me to tell you the story about my family. And we talked, like, a little, like, a little bit that day. And then I texted him yesterday. And then that kind of just died off real quick. I don't know. It just, that's what I mean. Like, I feel like a vibe. Do you feel like you're forcing conversation? No, that's the thing. I'm trying real hard not to. Like, I'm not. I'm not initiating a lot of text conversations. Were you last week? Mm-mm. But it's just you're not hearing from him as much this week. Seems like it. Maybe he's busy. Yeah. Could be. Chalk it up to that and see what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, that's the hard part. Yeah, that's it's what I mean. Part, In the meantime, but, make plans. But also, like I told you, like I, I fucking can't chase dudes anymore. Yeah, you shouldn't have to. I don't want to. It's like it has clearly never worked out for me doing it that way. And it's exhausting and it makes me feel like an insane person. And I just don't want to do it. Like if this dude doesn't ever want to hang out with me again, then you know what? He's lost. Right, buddy. But I don't know if I'm going to – I don't know if I can do it a next man up strategy because I, I think I might be ready for a little break from the apps. Do a next man's up strategy. Next man. Did you do next man up? Next, next man's up. Man's bring a man's. Yeah. I mean, but this is kind of how it goes for me. Like, I do this for a little while, and then it makes me want to die, and so I stop doing it. And then I get uh, bored and lonely, and so I start doing it again. It's like a cycle. It's like a three month on, three month off kind of thing. <laughs> All right, so let's do something different this time then. Yeah. Do the gym routine. What? But you, you get, you seem to have a lot. You have more on deck than I do. I can't get that many on deck. <laughs> they don't. They don't line up for me. <laughs> okay. No. So what? All right. So here's your first. Uh, whatever. No, you can tell me. This is a place of truth and honesty. Because guys are more like. I don't I don't know what guys are like on dating apps. I know what I'm like. I always have to, you always have to kind of build up a little bit of a conversation. Mm-hmm. You have to establish some kind of trust that I'm not a creep or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And then it's like, okay, let's exchange numbers and let's text a little bit to make sure, make sure that I'm not a creep. You know? That's, yeah, and, that's how it goes for me and too. Then we'll set up a a night to hang out. What if like right away you're like, hey, what's your weekend look like? Or what's the rest of your week look like? Something that's kind of going to be like, what? 
Yeah, let's hang out. You don't think that is? That seems wild to me. I mean, just you don't have to meet up with them, but like, just change the routine. Yeah. Do something different. But I also understand what you're saying too. You might be like emotionally tired. Yeah. It. Yeah. It does get like that. It's just, and then it gets just like frustrating like i was saying before like i'm doing the swiping i'm getting the matches and there's just nothing happening and it's like god this is just why am i doing this <laughs> no if you move to sit uh, if you move to the city mm-hmm. who do you know in the city you have a lot of friends in there um i have like some friends not like a ton i just don't want to live in wilmington anymore so i'm moving I... someplace else I've been to Delaware once in my life. You are not missing anything. I promise you. Is Delaware Ave Wilmington? Hmm? Where's Where's Delaware Ave? Delaware Avenue? Yeah, is uh, that in Wilmington? There's one of them there's, in Wilmington, yeah. Do you, Wilmington? I there's was one over. of them in Philly, too. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, move to the city. Yeah, I just... I, I mean, the whole reason why... I, blew my life up and moved to Canada is because I needed a change. And since that didn't end up being a permanent thing, I'm going to do another change. I felt like I was getting very stagnant living here, like doing my same little things in my same little house with the same little people. Like I just, I need to like blow it up a little bit. That's a cool thing though, because you can do that. Like that's a positive thing. Yeah. I would be excited about it. I'll be excited for that. I am. I'm just like stressed out about it, but it's fine. But it'll be fine. Once it's <laughs> it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. I don't really have much else. I was really bad for this one. I know. Fuck Happy Jim. This is ridiculous. I'm going to no carry one... this whole podcast now. <laughs> no one can. Oh, no, my God. Here's the thing I wanted to talk about, actually. Oh, okay. Um, let me. Um... So I've. Figured something out about myself. Ooh. Let me just double check it here. All right, I can't find it. But so I found myself asking myself because, you know, you were talking about Captain Noah and, and I could see myself doing what he was kind of doing. Mm. And, I'm, and I, you know, like I would say it out loud. This guy is a jerk. Like, you know, don't give him uh, the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Look, like I'm not gonna show up 20 minutes for 20 minutes late for a date, number one. But there's things about him that I could pick out and say I don't like this guy. So something happened within the last week or two where I found myself asking myself, if somebody else did what I'm doing or what I just did, would I say negative things about me, or or mm-hmm. would I see myself in a negative light? And I was like, yes, I absolutely would. You know, like if you were telling me a story about some guy who did what I did, I would say, yeah, forget about that guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that's a a good for the same reason that you say that you shouldn't say negative things about yourself because you wouldn't say them about another person. It's like the inverse of that. But it also makes sense. Like if another person was doing this. Like I held I was holding myself accountable, I think. Mm -hmm. Like. And it was a really weird thing because I I guess it was, I don't know if I want to call it an outer body experience, but it was like 
I could see myself and I was talking to myself and was like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, you're not a good guy if you're going to do this. So, yeah, I think I want to change that about myself. If, I, if I'm ever going to have a real connection, a real relationship with someone, mm-hmm. that's something that I got to change, I think. Because it's not fair to not just the other person, but to myself. Because I'm not allowing myself to establish that that real connection that I want. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like a self-sabotage. So there's some things that I found out about myself that I got to work on. And it sounds bad. It sounds negative. But for no, me... No, it's good. Yeah, I think it's good. For me, it was a positive thing because although I kind of knew this about myself in that moment it really 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 made sense to me and it was kind of like an aha moment i think that identifying the things that are that you need to work on is like the hardest part honestly it's the hardest part because it's really hard to be like objective about yourself yep super hard and i know that i'm not always right i don't i don't I don't want to be right. If, if I'm always right, then that means I'm hanging I'm hanging out with a lot of stupid people. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. So uh, I do pay attention to that kind of stuff because there's there's no way that any of us are always right. If, no. If and I don't want to preach, but something I I read in a book. If if I'm the guy that's always right in a room, um, then I'm you know the room's probably really dumb or like. If I'm always right about everything, I would probably I would probably be living in a lot bigger house. I'd have a lot more cars. What you know what I mean? I'd be rich. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, dude, back up a little bit. Like you're yeah. not always right. Take a step back. Um, so yeah, that, I figured something out there, and I want to change that. And good for you. I don't think it's something though that I can snap my fingers and change. Oh God, nothing. None of these things are ever that. If they were, we would all be really, really like. Sound so, mentally. <laughs> part of me is like a little bit of, I don't want to say scared, but like, I know that I'm going to be like tested with the same situation. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be really interesting to see what I do. Yeah. Even though I know what I should do. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we'll Maybe see. Maybe we can both work on a thing this week. I'm going to work on murdering and then lighting <laughs> on fire. Be excited golden retriever puppy dog that lives inside of me because i i think it's the thing that sabotages these things early for me i'm too much i gotta calm the fuck down that puppy's gotta die sorry puppy (laughs) (laughs) you just you ever watch dave Mm -mm. you just reminded me of a of an episode from dave like when he's younger like everybody likes him because they make him do stupid shit, and they're laughing at him, not with mm. him, you know? Yep. So when he grows up and he's got his first show, all of these same friends come to, they come backstage, and they're, like, bossing him around, like, asking him to do shit. And there's a scene where he's getting ready to go out for his show, and he's really nervous, and his younger self, like, kind of walks in the room. Mm-hmm. And he's like, don't, don't worry, you're going to do great. And he's trying to make him laugh by doing dumb shit. And he just kills his younger self because <laughs> he doesn't want to be that guy anymore, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, like, I want to be, like, super cool, chill, aloof, don't give a fuck girl. Yeah. you. I feel like you are that. 
Am I though? Yeah. I mean, minus the don't give a fuck, but you're super cool. You're super chill. Yeah. I'm going to try to be anyway. Give yourself some credit too, you know? Like work on things, but also know that you're pretty fucking cool at the same time. Thanks, bud. It's nice of you to say. Because it's it's easy to shit on ourselves for the things that we don't like. So easy. So So we just got to get through tomorrow, Thursday. I don't know when you people are listening to this. And then I'm going to my sister's house for a pool and baby day on Friday. So I will give no fucks about anything else about that on that day. So So you're set. And then Saturday, go watch some fireworks somewhere. No one's doing fireworks. I'm going to go buy some fireworks and set them off in the backyard. There you go. (laughs) Here's the thing. I've been trying to have friends over for three fucking weekends in a row. And no one answers me till the last weekend. Steph's having a pool party on Saturday. Oh, there you go. You're set. Yeah, I'm all set. Just got to get through tomorrow. Yeah, here's the thing that I can complain about. So here we are. It's going to be 4th of July weekend. Mm -hmm. Third weekend in a row I'm trying to get friends over. Yeah. That I I have to, like, ask them throughout the week, are you guys coming? Are you guys coming? When Saturday comes, I don't hear nothing. So I'm like, I'm going to make plans. Then they bust my balls. Uh, Jim's going to have a party, and then he ditches us at the last second with for, uh, for a girl or whatever. But I'm like, fuck you guys, because nobody answers till like 8.30 at night. Oh, that's lame. That's on them. That's not on you. I know. And I'm like, why do I got to beg you guys to, to come hang out? You know? Yeah, no, fuck that. So, I mean, I, I love these guys. I'm not, I'm not talking shit, but they're fucking pissing me off. I've known them since high school, so maybe it's like, eh, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Whatever. Neri, if you're listening, you still my parents have that. They still have that dent in their wall from you. Yeah. <laughs> Is it from his? I want to pretend it's from his head. I keep rammed his head into the wall. So, this is when we were. I'll tell it real quick because if he is listening, he fucking hates this. So, <laughs> when we were younger, we'd all hang out in my parents' basement. It was like maybe two, three o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Him and my friend Mike grew up together since I don't know since they were like fourth or fifth grade. So they used to fight all the time. Uh huh. Mike threw Neary into my parents' basement wall, and there's a body dent in the wall, the shape of his body. And that is this, amazing. To this day, he denies that that ever happened. <laughs> but I saw it. Mike saw it. My brother, who wasn't even down there now, knows about it and blames him, and he denies it to this day. And wow, this is 15 years later. Like the shape is of his body. <laughs> so uh, line to- him up. <laughs> Say, look, dude, this is you. You can't, yeah. can't deny it. Is, it. Yeah. So yeah, but I think that's all we got, guys. I don't want to bore I think you. So. High school stories now. We did good. Yeah, we had an hour. All don't right, worry, I will always have some shit that I'll have to talk about on this show. I don't care how happy Jim gets. <laughs> Kelly will never be happy. <laughs> it's like roller coaster though. Next week it's gonna be bad. Watch. Yeah, we'll see. So everybody, we, we were on the same roller coaster for a little while now. Now we're on different roller coasters. I know now you're, you're gonna, up and I'm down. Well, that's the thing. Next week you're going to be up. See, that's what's cool. We'll see. Maybe. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a safe weekend, and we'll be back next week. <laughs>